This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, you're listening to Animal Party on Pet Life Radio with me, Deb Wolf, and I am trying to book a spokesperson from the fur bearers to come talk to us about the raccoons and the bears and the cougars and all these animals that keep coming up in my podcast because they keep coming up in the news. So I am trying to get that expert on, and in a future show, I will have someone representing the fur bearers uh, to talk to us about the details of how we can coexist with these animals better beyond just putting away your food and your garbage and the usual stuff we hear about. They've got lots to tell us. So we'll have them on on a future show. And uh, for now, I wanted to tell you, I've got a bunch of things to talk about today, actually. I want to direct you to my YouTube channel because I've been posting some interesting things up there. And one of the things I posted was the humane, gentle, as gentle as we could, capture of a raccoon and the relocation of that raccoon. And you get some close-ups of the raccoon's tummy and her nipples and her underbelly and also most of the footage she's sitting up and you see her her whole body from the top and her face and her head. But you also get to hear her growl, which is very interesting. Anyway, I'd love it if you checked that out and saw how you can relocate a pesky raccoon who's killing your chickens without shooting it. You can do that, and we did that. Two women, Tanisha and I, we did that with the help of her husband, Brad, loading it into the truck. So all that's on YouTube. And of course, we put it to music because I love that song, Rocky Raccoon. Couldn't resist, right? Rocky Raccoon, he came to the coop hoping to find Chicken Diner. See, I rewrote the words. So if you want to hear that and see that, check out the YouTube channel. I've also got on there some pretty amazing footage of Penny. And Penny's a chocolate lab older gal, and she came to stay here, as she has done for years, came to stay here at Camp Good Dog. And uh, one of the staff, Tanisha, said, you know, something's not right. She doesn't look right. I said, what do you mean? She's old. She she walks with a limb. She's She doesn't walk perfectly. No, 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 no. Something's really not right with this dog. So I came down. We looked at her. No, this is not right. If you notice your dog is not right, if it's just extremely unusual all of a sudden, don't wait. Don't say to yourself, oh, well, we'll see if this resolves by tonight. That's a bad idea. So in Penny's case, this is a bit of a public service announcement here, and so is the video if you look at it on YouTube. In Penny's case, we didn't like the way she was stumbling around. We didn't like the way she looked so confused when that's not normal for her. Yes, she's old. Yeah, she limps, but she does pretty good. And why is she looking so confused? And why is she tripping and falling? And how come it seems like she can't see? So, all right, into the car, into the vet, first appointment, tickety-boo, right there. And she's having a stroke, really. So stay tuned. I'll come back from the break and tell you more about Penny on Animal Party Pet Life Radio. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. 
With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, we're back at Animal Party, Pet Life Radio. So, I get back to the vet, we unload Penny, and, and I have to go in and ask someone to carry her, because even though I could probably carry her myself, I don't want to jostle her. She's really confused. She's flailing around my back seat, even though normally she loves the car. And I put her in the back seat on purpose because it's more contained. They were less likely that she would get hurt, backed up the seat so she'd have almost no room and just be very cozy, blankets and such. Anyway, so I go in and I get the big burly vet tech guy to come out and carry her out with me. And we do that and we take her in and the vet sees her and he says, well, it, it could be a couple of things, but... Uh, it looks like a stroke. We're going to do some blood work, some tests. We're going to give her some blood thinner drugs. We're going to do everything we can for her. So she stayed at the vet all day. She went home that night and she received the drugs she needed to med- mitigate the effects of the stroke. But when I picked her up that night, and bear in mind, her, her owners are away. They're in England and the dog is staying with me because I run a kennel for people who go on holiday. So I've already called them a whole bunch and they know this is going on. They've talked to the vet themselves and okayed all the treatment and all that. So I pick her up that night and I bring her back to my place and her eyes are moving back and forth, almost like the way your printer cartridge case moves to the left, to the right, to the left, to the right, to the left, to the right, back and forth, both eyes at the same time, boom, boom, zoom, zoom. And they're completely white. So it seems she's going to be blind. And the vet tells me she's going to be blind. I've tried to tell the people, you know, long distance in the UK about how to deal with a special needs dog, he says, and he explains to me, and I, yeah, I know, I know how to deal with this. Well, and I talk to them a little bit and tell them there's lots of things we can do to help her. We'll put a bell on her. We'll put keys in your pocket. You'll be able to hear each other. There's so many things we could do. We won't move the furniture. She'll get around so well, you'll hardly notice. You know, I try and make them feel better about all this because it is possible. I've had a dog who went blind and did just fine. People used to tell me that dog's not blind. And I'd say, toss him a treat and you'll see because it would hit his face because he could not see the treat. He was blind and yet he ran around full speed in places that were heavily scented, like places dogs run. So he did great. So I was trying to cheer them up about all that. And I took Penny home and took care of her for the night and then you know, monitored her all night and then took her back to the vet the next day. And um, now she's looking different. I'm looking at her and her eyes don't look white anymore. And they're actually brown and they're not going back and forth. They're steady. I swear she could see. So I go to the vet. Is it possible her sight could return? And he said, it's very unlikely, but it is possible. And that's what happened. So Penny can see now. I mean, it's like, I can't believe it. It's like that song, Amazing Grace, you know, was blind, but now I see a different meaning. But still, it's just, I didn't expect that. I did. I really knew that getting her to the vet was the right thing and getting those meds into her was the right thing. 
And caring for her like that, taking her back to the vet was the right thing because the next day she had more treatment and tests. And, you know, by the end of the day, she was looking amazing. So almost like her old self, quite honestly. You know, she gets stressed at the vet. So we had to account for that. She'd be panting and a little bit worried when she was at the vet each time. But aside from that, this dog, this dog just looks like any other old lab now. So I want to let you all know that because check out the video. You'll be able to see what a stroking dog looks like. It's not what you think. It's not like a seizuring dog. There's not a lot of shaking or tremoring or anything like that. It's a disoriented sort of a thing. And um, in Penny's case, she was weak on her right side. So she was stroking on her right side. So she was sort of stumbling on that side occasionally. She would walk a few steps, turn around, walk a few steps, look confused, stumble, walk a few more, look confused, almost like a very drunk person. If you see that, go to the vet right away because your dog's life, your dog's sight, your dog's mobility relies on it. All right, I'm going to go to break and we'll talk about some more things after the break. Stay tuned on Animal Party, Pet Life Radio. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLiferadio.com. Hello, you're back on Animal Party Pet Life Radio. And if you're going to my Dev Wolf Pet Expert YouTube site to see Penny, and maybe to see some of the other things I've been filming lately. A lot of puppies, golden doodle puppies, eight of them. The first one is probably going to be spoken for. Well, some of them are spoken for, but the first one's going to be, we're having a showing, our first showing tonight. Someone's going to meet them, and next week they get their vaccines, and they're okay from the vet, and then they start going. And they're all little reddish reddish butterscotch colored golden doodles with white flashes and speckles and spots usually one spot on their head right in their forehead and two or three of them have a heart-shaped spot just like their mother their mother's white with a brown spot and all the pups are kind of brown with a white spot very cute so you can check those out at dab wolf pet expert on youtube as well as penny and what to look for with a stroke and the raccoon footage and i've put some other things on there like um If your dog sits on your straw hat, how you can get it back in shape. And I'm going to do a wasp prevention one. Got these little, these terrible wasps. They're big and they're nasty. And they make these long, narrow nests inside tubes and posts and poles. So if you have metal fencing anywhere and, and then the pipes are hollow, they get in there. And then some kid shuts the gate and boom, it's 
It's nasty. An entire hive empties out of every opening in the fence. It's just terrible. But I have a really quick solution to that. No chemicals, nothing. It's so easy, and I'm going to demonstrate on YouTube. So you can check me out, Deb Wolf Pet Expert, on YouTube. And if you've got a suggestion for the show, if you know someone who'd be a great guest because they're a pet expert in some way, or they've got a pet product you think the world should know about, or just some, some reason you think they should be on my show, let me know. And also, if you've got a question you'd like answered, please, I'd love to get your voice recordings, and you can send them to Deb at PetLifeRadio.com. And then we will play them on the air and I'll answer them on the air. The good ones. So send me good ones. If you're talking about a dog problem or a cat problem or you're sending me an email about one, I really appreciate it if you give me enough detail. So I don't need to know like the entire animal's history, but it's nice to know what gender, what age, what breed, what size. If it's a mutt or a domestic short-haired cat, you know, how many pounds? What are we dealing with here? And a little bit of the history. If it's a new problem, an old problem, if anything changed in the house recently, those types of things I like to know. If it's an allergy problem and you're sending me a question you want me to ask Dr. Jory, or if it's some kind of medical problem, we need to know what you've already done, what you've already tried, because otherwise he may recommend stuff you've already done. So yeah, so please send me, send me your questions, your comments, and your guest suggestions to Deb at Pet Life Radio. All right, so I'm thinking we should talk about a couple of home remedies I've got. If you have a dog with really bad mats or a cat with really bad, like, you know, the fur around the neck sometimes, or sometimes it's the armpits, or sometimes it's like the rump, you know, undercarriage kind of groin area where they pee and they poo all in there, then the back legs. I'm picturing a... I'm picturing a cat. I did a YouTube video with recently, an older cat, and actually it was well brushed, but very, very furry. And you could see that it, that it would constantly, every couple of weeks, need a really, really good brushing. And every other day, a kind of light brushing in order to maintain this kind of, and this cat was Miss Mew. She's on my YouTube. Anyway, most cats, most dogs that have long hair or shaggy hair and don't shed or do shed, grow winter coats, have undercoats, they have these problems. Areas of thick, kind of clumpy, stinky-ish hair. And what's going on there is it gets dirty and it gets greasy and it mats. So the easiest way to get rid of these mats, the easiest way to brush without the pet complaining and hating it is you just grab cornstarch. You know that stuff you buy in the grocery store that bakers use? Uh, cornstarch. You you put it in gravy or sauce to make it thicker. That stuff. It's white powder. Feels kind of cool on your fingers. It's a weird textured stuff. Very, very light white powder. Very white and very, very nice to touch, actually. So anyway, you take cornstarch and you just grab a handful of it and you rub it in to the area that's all matted. You can rub it behind the ears. You can rub it in the bum area, whatever, wherever it is. Make sure your dog's dry. And you're not doing this in the rain because otherwise it'll turn into like a dough. So you don't want the dog wet. You want the dog very, very dry. You do this, you put it all in there and then you just brush from the ends first. And then you go a little more to the middle of the hair to the end. And then all the way from the root, from the skin, all the way out. And your dog won't even mind because what happens is the cornstarch absorbs all the oil and the gunk and the dirt and everything that's making that sticky. And then the hair just slides apart beautifully. 
So there's one great remedy I'm going to leave you with today. And you know what? You just gave me the idea to make a YouTube video demonstrating that. So I'm going to have to find a matted animal somewhere at the kennel or somewhere <laughs> and give it a lovely cornstarch brushing sometime soon. So, okay, everybody, I've used up my time today. I'm going to be back on the air in no time. I wanted to tell you all these interesting facts about Ospreys. I did, because they're just fascinating animals. And I was talking about them on a previous show when we were talking to John and Kathy about their Airbnb, where you can see Ospreys and bears and all this stuff. And I never got to all the facts about the Ospreys because they're just fascinating. But I think I'm going to have to leave that for next time. That, and I'm going to talk a little bit about the dogs on My Big Fat Fabulous Life, the TV show. Oh yeah, there's a poodle. Yes, 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 Goosey the Poodle. I see you, Goosey. I totally see you. And now we've got Chester, who became Waldo, the rescue. Very nice, ladies and gentlemen. Now I have a reason to watch that show. All right, everybody. So from me and Pet Life Radio, Deb Wolf and Animal Party, be good to your animals. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.